Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we cover life hacks, habits, personal mastery, interesting concepts and ideas, ancient and modern wisdom, all the things that will make us learn and grow into becoming the better versions of ourselves. I am your host, Jakub the Funky Warrior, and today we'll talk about the main source of our problems and our happiness. Yes, they come from the same place. Each one of us, through different ways, try to understand ourselves and the world around us. Our survival depends on it. Maybe back in the day, all we needed to understand was how to kill a predator and how to reproduce. But today, we live in a more complex world, surrounded by different people and different institutions. And we do our best to find ourselves and our place in this world. Let's explore more. Generally speaking, the point of psychology is to understand our behaviors in order to be able to alter them. We know a few great psychologists like Carl Jung, Sigmund Freud, but there was also Alfred Adler, who was actually a colleague of Freud. And the Adlerian theory is a holistic approach to psychology that emphasizes the importance of overcoming feelings of inferiority and gaining a sense of belonging in order to achieve success and happiness. His psychology stresses the importance of social interactions and the involvement of the community in order to promote individual growth. And it's interesting because we do live in an individualistic society, which makes us naturally think that our well-being, our growth in life is completely up to us, which to a certain part it is, but maybe not as much as we think. So Adler's approach makes us understand how individuals are influenced by their social context, His approach suggests that people are driven by a need to feel that they are significant and that they belong. The Adlerian theory suggests that people are always trying to satisfy certain desires and reach specific goals. How those goals are reached can vary greatly from person to person depending on their personalities and environments. Okay, enough with the definitions. So based on that, it means that relationships are the source of all of our problems or our happiness. So a good community feeling and good relationships lead to happiness. And on the other end, the pressure, the expectations, the judgment lead to problems. 
Which makes sense because if we put this into extreme situations, if you're in a toxic relationships, you always get into fights with your work colleagues. It's kind of hard to have a good life and to be happy. And on the other hand, if you have a loving family, get along super well with your friends in life and work, there's greater chances that you'll be happy. So, so far, it's pretty logical, but now it gets more interesting with the concept of separation of tasks. So, the separation of tasks mean each human have their own tasks that they're responsible for, and we have to recognize which ones are ours and which ones are others. So, for example, you're responsible for your actions, but you're not responsible for the judgment of those actions by others. And I just want to point out that any theory in psychology or most of the time even pure science is never the only answer or the only explanation to something. It can help us understand certain things or make sense of how the world and how ourself we are functioning, but it's never necessarily the only explanation. So that's why we have to ask ourselves when we hear different approaches or theories, does this thing make sense? How does this thing help me grow or understand myself better? And of course, apply those principles if you decide that they make sense for you. So, you know, in this case, a lot of frustrations that humans live through are coming from trying to control things we cannot control. Right? Imagine you've organized a barbecue outside. It's your birthday. You've invited your friends and then it rains. You can obviously be mad at mother nature, but the fact is that it's completely out of your control what's the weather outside. So it does bring a lot of peace in accepting what you can control and what you can't. And also it brings more energy and focus into doing a better job of what you can control because you're not spending time getting frustrated or trying to control what you can control. I know, I've said control a lot of times. (laughs) So that's why it's really called the separation of tasks. It's a clear separation. It's your responsibility, how you act, what you do, even the type and the people of relationships that you have around you. So if you feel a lot of frustration coming from certain relationships or certain people, it is your task to not fight it every single time and try to prove your point. It is your task to maybe filter out those relationships or change environments. There's a few other theories and lessons from Adler that are very interesting and that could help us in this case. So there is the concept of a life lie. It is an excuse that you give to avoid big life tasks in friendship, work, and love. So that means you put the responsibility and the cause of your actions or your thinking elsewhere. So it can be your past, it can be your life circumstances. That's why you don't find fulfillment and true emotional connections. It's because of this and that and this and that. 
There's also the meaning of events. He says that we're not determined by life experiences, but by the meaning that we give to them. And it's true because I'm sure you've already heard a story of a person going through a traumatic event, an accident or a big loss. And in some cases, it would crush some people. And in other cases, a similar situation or experience would propulse and make people rise and become stronger. So you really take your power back by taking responsibility and deciding what's the meaning of an event. He also says that the past is the past. Duh. So no matter what has occurred in your life up to this point, it should have no bearing at all on how you live from now on. And it doesn't mean you disregard what happened, but you don't give the power to the past situation over how you feel and what you do today. So similarly to the separations of tasks, it actually makes almost life easier and also better to decide that, okay, this was in my past. This is the meaning that I give to this event or to this situation. And today, this is how I want to live. This is what I want to bring to the world. This is the type of person I want to be. You're not looking back and being, oh, but I was hurt by this and I was crushed by this. So this is why today, literally, you're giving your power to that situation and also a negative meaning in a way. And that's what makes you live today, not as you wished. But it is literally 100% your decision how you live today. So another Adler's concept is the inferiority and superiority complex. He says that to be human is to feel inferior. But you can use that inferiority as a motivation, a trigger for growth or an excuse to stay where you are. And of course, especially in today's world, in this social media culture that we always see some people that are more successful, that are more beautiful, that are more accomplished, that are more happy from what we think, it is hard to not at all never compare ourselves to others or at least look at others and have a certain idea of where they at and where we at. But that's the beauty of it. We can use it as a motivation. This is the direction I'm going. Not necessarily this is exactly how I want to be like that person. But this is the direction that I'm going. Or look at them and being like, oh wow, I'm so far away. I'm so not accomplished like them. And just dwell on it and think about it and not do anything. He also says that any type of attention-seeking behavior is a pursuit of easy superiority. So the attention given by others, even for bad behavior, gives you the instant satisfaction of being seen. And of course, we cannot always know for sure what are the motivations behind other people's behavior on how they behave in person or social media or whatever. But at least you can check yourself and ask yourself in different situations, what's the motivation behind that action? Another lesson from Adler is be honest with yourself. And you know, some of these might, if not all, might sound very obvious. And you would say, of course, I agree. But often the simplest things are the hardest Even Bruce Lee said that in his opinion, the ultimate goal of life is to express oneself truly and completely. 
And of course, you could say, well, duh, I'm saying what I'm thinking. But are you in every situation, always, even with yourself in your mind? So back to being honest with yourself, you know, sometimes we use an excuse, but something else is hiding behind. You could say, I don't want this promotion at work. It will be too much work. But truly, you don't believe you deserve it or you're scared of having the responsibilities and failing. So often, especially with the bigger events of our lives, the first answer or the first explanation we give is not necessarily the true one. So one thing that is very popular today, self-affirmations, looking in the mirror or writing down, I'm beautiful, I'm successful, I'm worthy. If deep down you don't believe something, it's not by repeating it every day that you will change it. What you need is self-acceptance. So self-acceptance is accepting where you at and what you can change and cannot change. And self-affirmation is, for example, when you get a score of 60, but you tell yourself that you're 100%. Self-acceptance is, I realize I'm 60%. How do I get to 100%? And I believe I can get there. Okay, so now coming back to the relationships and the separations of task. If, let's say, a relationship turns bad... Taking advantage of you is the other person's task. Yours is to be fully yourself and give all your energy and confidence that you want to give to each relationship. So if, let's say, you've been hurt in past relationships, you're gonna try to escape the possible pain and sadness, but then by not giving fully yourself, you're gonna get stuck in unhappy and shallow relationships. So what seems logical on the surface actually hurts you even more moving forward. Again, bringing back that concept that the past is the past and what you do and how you live in the present is the only thing that matters. And also from the past, without ignoring it, the meaning you give to all those situations and experiences from the past shouldn't cripple you in your present. And Adler says the biggest danger in life is that you take too many precautions. And it's true. Imagine, again, just giving an extreme example. If you're scared of everything and you're scared of being hurt in relationships, you're scared of being hit by a car, you're scared of a virus outside, what type of life you will be living? You will be stuck at home alone and that's not living, right? So we need to not necessarily live recklessly, but find the courage to live how we want to live and to live to the fullest and to bring the best and all of ourselves to this world. And a final thought from Adler about life. He says that life is a series of moments. Feel and live each moment as if you're dancing. It's the dancing in the now that is the goal, not reaching the end of the dance. It's not the destination that counts. It's a beautiful metaphor and actually even Alan Watts also compared life to a symphony. You're not looking forward to the last five notes of the symphony. They're not better than the first two ones. You're enjoying and living each note, each moment of the symphony. And it's the wholeness, everything together that is beautiful. It's not just the final few ones. 
Okay, so there might be a lot of key lessons here today, but a few that I can point out. We need to be clear on what are our tasks and what are the other people's tasks. It will bring us so much more peace and clarity and we will not go into that vicious circle of getting frustrated and trying to control what we can't control. But it's really important that we really take full responsibility and control of our own life tasks. Also, don't use excuses from the past from how you behave and feel today. The past is the past and today you can decide almost from scratch, in theory, of course. I know it's not as simple as it sounds, but you can decide how you want to behave and feel and live today. Do not put it on something from the past or someone else. All right, so a few final questions for you. Do you base your present on your past? And it doesn't have to be across all board. It can be just in a few areas of your life. Do you try to control or even just get triggered or mad at other people's tasks? And actually, the most important question, what is one key takeaway that you can take and implement from what you've heard today? And that's really the only goal of the podcast is to make you reflect. If you just listen and then don't take the time to either implement some of the lessons or things that stood out for you, and even more importantly, ask you some questions about yourself without listening to the podcast, without doing something else, taking a few moments, a few minutes, whatever time you need to really ask you those questions. And remember the quality of your answers about anything and most importantly about yourself, the quality of your answers come from the quality of your questions. On this, I wish you a beautiful day. I hope this episode was insightful. Thank you so much for tuning in again. And I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If you take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself to the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world, and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you gotta live it, or the way society says you gotta live it. You gotta live it for yourself. I'm on the back, back.